The Bulldog Radio Network is on the air. The hunt for the playoffs is on, and your Carney Bulldogs are ready to rumble. 102.7 FM KPGZ is your radio home for Carney Bulldog basketball. We broadcast play-by-play action of home games on 102.7 FM, online at 1027carneymo.com, and the KPGZ page on the TuneIn Radio app. Coming up, the tip-off and all of tonight's action. But first, the Kearney Family Chiropractic Center pregame show. And now, the voices of Kearney basketball on the Bulldog Radio Network, Kelly Gentry and Dan Herman. Welcome to tonight's Bulldog Radio broadcast from Smithville High School. That's right, we took the show on the road for tonight's girls class 5 district 16 championship game between host Smithville Warriors and the visiting Kearney Bulldogs alongside producer engineer Brian Watts and color man Dan Herman. I'm Kelly Gentry, your play-by-play announcer for this evening's contest. And thank you for joining us for the Kearney Family Chiropractic Center pregame show. To get things started tonight, we're in a very loud gymnasium sitting on the back row here at Smithville High School. Um, wanted to give you a background. Kearney advanced to tonight's championship game by defeating Platte County on Monday night at Kearney High School by a score of 28-22. Kenzie Hoffman had team highs in both points and rebounds with nine points and eight rebounds. Tonight's championship game is a rematch between these two teams. We broadcasted the earlier contest on January 18th. That game saw Smithville come to Kearney and squeak out a really close win in a low scoring affair. It was 23-21. Smithville got the win. That was the only time they played this season due to the uh, COVID restriction that Kearney had, uh, or the quarantine, I should say, that Kearney had. So regardless, we're expecting another tightly contested game tonight. And of course, the added pressure is the survive and advance mentality of playoff basketball. Yeah, fun stuff. I mean, this is a nice gym, good atmosphere. Uh, You know, I'm not putting down the gym by any means, but it's that small classic feel in here, isn't it? And uh, and it's it just got a it's got a good atmosphere so far. They got the music up. The girls have they were dying to get the basketballs, weren't they? <laughs> Hit the uh, you know postseason basketball. You got to wait 30 minutes beforehand to grab it. And those girls were on it right away. So you can tell both teams are raring to go. The crowd's starting to fill in, and and man, it's just a, it's just got a good again postseason feel, March Madness feel, and and should be fun tonight. Absolutely. Like Coach was saying, it does have the old school feel here at Smithville a little bit. Uh, not unlike the old Kearney Gymnasium in terms of size, but they do have the old school stage on the north end of the gym with the curtain drawn. So Yeah, I love uh, it's it, a man. Cool right now it's, it's, one of, it's almost one of my favorite places to that we've been so far, you know, and we haven't taken the show on the road, but we've been, uh, you and I have played in several away games this year together at the eighth grade level, and it's probably got one of the, you know, as far as the nostalgic 
feel to it, you know. I mean, Carney's got a yeah. great gym, don't get me wrong. You oh, can yeah. fill that yeah. place up. <laughs> it's going to be hard to beat. Is, the field house is second to none, but this definitely has a good basketball vibe to it. Well, and we talked about the postseason play here, so the winner of this game would advance to the state playoffs, so they would be the District 16 champion and would play the winner of District 15, uh, which actually goes up to the northeast, so Mexico, Moberly, Kirksville, that area, uh, and that game would be next Monday evening. So, and of course, like we said, the team that loses, of course, that concludes their season. So, like Dan said, it's a different mindset when it gets to the postseason. One thing that we talked about on the girls' broadcast earlier in the week, maybe one advantage to watch for, although Smithville's coaching staff has, you know, Coach uh, Moses has been here for a really long time and had a very successful program at Smithville. One advantage potentially for Kearney is they, the team, the girls, and Coach Ressler have played a ton of postseason basketball over these, especially these last eight years. As a matter of fact, the Kearney girls have won the last three district championship games that they played in. So this will, they're looking to get their fourth district championship in a row and coach, that's pretty tough to do, just to win one. Yeah, real tough to do. It's tough to win one, tough to win back to back, but you're right. You got a shot here to win four in a row is pretty impressive, and, and you've got to be proud of the fact of that. If you're a if you're a bulldog, you got to be pretty proud of the fact that, that these girls are in this position the last few years. Um, again, big big opportunity tonight. We will take a quick break and hear from our sponsors. Remember, if you can't find us on your radio dial, you can listen on our website www.1027carneymo.com and you can also find us on the TuneIn app by searching for KPGZ or on my Tuner Radio app as well. So when we return we'll have the tail of the tape, keys to the game and all of the action right here on your one and only radio home of Carney Athletics 102.7 KPGZ. You're listening to Bulldog Basketball on the Bulldog Radio Network. Chamber of Commerce wants to thank you for supporting our local businesses. Carney's friendly and authentic small town atmosphere is created by our people and our distinctive shops, restaurants, and services. Local businesses contribute to our quality of life and to the character of Carney. Shop local, eat local, enjoy local. It takes you to start the trend. Support the local businesses who support the area where you live, work, and play. This message sponsored by the Kearney Chamber of Commerce. Scott Accounting and Tax provides our clients with quality accounting, tax preparation, payroll, and business creation services. Small town friendliness, big town expertise. We make it our business to know your business inside and out. You can trust Scott Accounting and Tax to get your taxes done quickly, correctly, and on time. Appointments now accepted by calling 816-352-3320. That's Scott Accounting and Tax at 816-352-3320. Mail-in rebates are a pain. Fill out the paperwork, and hopefully you'll get your money in six weeks. Kent Porter here for Porter's Building Centers with a solution to mail-in rebates. Ace Rewards from Ace Hardware. When you become a member of Ace Rewards, you'll get all the rebates instantly at the register. Plus, you'll earn points with every purchase, good for even more money-saving coupons. If you sign up today, we'll give you 1,000 free points just for joining. One more way Porters and Ace save you money. 
Hoarders Building Centers in Kearney. Hoarders, we're here to help. The human body is an amazing thing, but sometimes our bodies need a little help. Dr. Mark Strathman at Kearney Family Chiropractic Center creates a personal plan of relief for his patients and treats the whole person physically, emotionally, and spiritually. This helps patients to achieve their best overall health. Kearney Family Chiropractic Center is taking appointments now at 816-628-6738. The office is located at 301 South Platte Clay Way, Suite B in Kearney, and their website is CarneyFamilyChiro.com. Carney Family Chiropractic Center, heal yourself. back to Smithville High School and the Kearney Family Chiropractic Center pregame show. We are getting ready for this 92 highway rivalry and Class 5 District 16 championship game between the Smithville Warriors and the Kearney Lady Bulldogs. Uh, Dan, it's exciting to be sitting here at a district championship game. Like you said, different feel in the air for these games. I know you were able to catch up with Coach Ressler earlier and get his keys for this game. Yeah, talk to Coach Ressler. He had four keys to the game. He felt that the Bulldogs needed to pull off in order to, to come away victorious tonight. He said, number one, we got to defend. He said, last game we kept the Warriors, you know, last time we met with the Warriors, we kept them under 30 points. He said, we got to duplicate that performance again tonight on the defensive end. Um, he said, the, the second thing we need to do is make sure we limit our turnovers. He said, the Warriors didn't, didn't really press last game we played them. He said, there wasn't much pressure. He said, he expects a little bit different, uh, you know, something a little different this time around. Um, which means that, of course, if they're applying that pressure, we got to stay away from those danger areas. As you know, if you get along the sideline or get to a corner, that acts like either one or two extra defenders, you know, for the uh, for the Warriors. So we got to stay out of those danger areas, um, uh, you know, when they when they bring that press. He said, number he goes this next one. He sounds sounds pretty simple, but he said hit shots. He said, you know, it sounds simple, but at this point in the season. Um, the team that makes the most out of those opportunities and those open looks and hits those open shots is usually the team that, that moves on. And, of course, he, he's been in at all of his uh, keys to the game with, with this last one, and that's have fun. He said it's a kid's game. You know, it's a kid's game, and games are supposed to be what, Coach? Fun. Yeah, that's right. Games <laughs> are supposed to be fun. So the girls need to come in here and enjoy it. Um, you know, and, and there's no pressure. Um, come in. Enjoy the game. Play play hard for, for, for as long as, you know, play hard for four quarters. And, and just enjoy this moment. Enjoy the time. And, and you know, if you're open, it, it, you know, have fun hitting a shot and, and putting yourself in a big situation. So, um, you know, it seemed like last night they sure did enjoy it. I think they had fun the other night. Excuse me, yeah. I'm, I'm on the boys' game. Monday. Yep, on Monday. <laughs> Busy week. Yeah, on Monday they, they sure did seem to enjoy it. I mean, there was lots of smiles and, and you know, high fives out there. So, Got to continue that that momentum and, and have that attitude uh, tonight. Yep, I love that. I, and one of the things that I think Coach Ressler had even shared was his dad, uh, who was a longtime coach uh, in the area as well, kind of said something about, hey, people yeah. there's people all over the world that don't even know about this game, so yeah. it's not that big of a That's deal. Right. Go out. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> this isn't going to be in a in a paper in New York City or anything like that. You know, those those people don't know what's happening here in in Smithville during this game. So. So it's not that big of a deal. Your parents, you might be disappointed or, or, you know, half the fans are going to be happy, half the fans are going to be disappointed. But, you know, if you go out there, have fun, give you your best, you know, 
sometimes that's that's all you can do. So yep. just go out and enjoy it. Absolutely. Well, let's uh, get into the tail of the tape for tonight. We're about three minutes before tip-off. Smithville comes in tonight, into tonight as a with a record of 17 wins to only four losses. And uh, like we mentioned earlier, they're the number one seed in the district and also the reason that they're getting to host the district this year. Uh, they have won their last six in a row, including their first district game on Monday night over Lafayette, 40-26. Coach Ressler and the Kearney Lady Bulldogs entered tonight's game with a record of 9-12. and 12. And as we mentioned earlier, they defeated Platte County on Monday night to advance to tonight's game where they try to win their fourth straight district championship game. And as we mentioned, too, the winner of tonight's game will advance to play the District 15 winner next Monday uh, starting the state uh, tournament. And I believe we'll have to confirm this. We may be hosting that game depending on how uh, what happens in the other district. So let's look for the let's look at the starting lineups for tonight's team star, or tonight's game, starting with Smithville's team. Number four, Allie Andrews, a 5'9 senior. Number five, Emma Chevalier, a 5'8 senior. Number 24, Christina Walsh, a 6'1 senior. Number 25, Mackenzie Mose, a 5'10 junior. And number 14, Lily Warnson, a 5'7 sophomore. For Kearney, starting lineup is going to be number 11, Kenzie Hoffman, a 5'8 senior. Number 25, Shelby Hulse, a 5'6 senior. Number 43, Braylon Rivera, a 5'9 senior. And number 32, Jaden Barnes, a 5'6 sophomore. And I believe I missed Everett Mack, a 5'11 senior. So those will be the starters for Kearney this evening. So we will, we will step away. They're going to get ready to uh, start the national anthem here soon. So we'll step away for a break. You're listening to Bulldog Basketball on the Bulldog Radio Network. Legendary Lawn Care is a one-stop lawn equipment and care center. With over 40 years of experience, their technicians service all makes and models of lawn equipment. They also offer mowing and trimming services for residential, corporate, and industrial lawns. Legendary Lawn Care, 4853 Southeast Highway PP in Holt, 816-320-3878. Let our staff find the right legendary service for your needs. Mike Davis Creative Services has the tools and experience to create a marketing message that works. Mike is in the business of creating web graphics, logo design, product brochures, and social media videos that are designed to stand apart and resonate with your customers. Mike Davis Creative Services, 816-584-1025. His online portfolio of marketing tools is available at MikeDavisCreative.net. Oak Point offers residents three meals daily in restaurant-style dining areas, weekly apartment housekeeping, laundry services, social events, and trained staff on-site 24-7. Oak Point, Kearney's assisted living and memory care facility, located at 200 Meadowbrook Drive. The phone number is 816-628-0075, and the website is provisionliving.com. Oak Point Assisted Living and Memory Care. Assisted Living memory care always there 
KC Coyote is a local high-speed wireless internet provider serving communities in northwest Missouri between Kansas City and St. Joseph. They also offer computer repair, support, network, and server support, and much, much more. KC Coyote High-Speed Internet Service. Their office is located at 455 Sandbar Drive, Suite 106 in Kearney. The phone is 816-866-3038, and the website is kccoyote.com. KC Coyote, expanding rural Missouri internet services one community at a time. Black Clay Electric Cooperative's mission is to empower communities and energize life with safe and reliable energy. They are a community-led and community-focused electric cooperative serving more than 24,000 members in Buchanan, Caldwell, Clay, Clinton, DeKalb, Platt, and Ray Counties in Kansas City's Northland region. Black Clay Electric Cooperative, located at 1000 West Highway 92 in Kearney, www.ecec.coop, powering a new decade of growth in the Northland. Welcome back to Smithville High School. We are just getting ready for the tip-off here of the District 16 championship game between the Smithville Warriors hosting tonight's game and the Kearney Bulldogs. They're introducing starters right now, but we had a quick announcement. Tonight's game is not only a competitive contest between these two schools, but it's also an educational experience for the students involved because high school activities are about learning life values, your friends at 102.7 FM and the Missouri State High School Activities Association remind everyone to do their part in keeping our hometown sports a positive experience for everyone. When you attend your next game, do your part to help rekindle the spirit of citizenship by showing good sportsmanship. You'll be teaching a positive lesson and you'll be preserving a proud tradition in the state of Missouri. So Dan, we're uh, it's loud in here tonight. Yeah, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be like I said, it's gonna feel a little bit different. I think I'm, I'm sure the girls have played in an atmosphere that's similar to this throughout the year. But yeah, we're we're just kind of packed in here. It's it's feeling pretty good. I, I know that you know I think every every player was allowed to bring a few extra. Uh, you know, I think in the postseason, yeah, I think all postseason you're bring you're allowed to bring four. Um, so that's nice. But uh, you know, it, it's it's got a good feel to it. I'm ready to get going. Let's get this tip going here. It's a pretty even balance between Kearney and Smithville fans. We are sitting right at half court behind the scorer's table on the Kearney side. So Kearney girls will be going right to left in front of us to start this half away from their bench. Uh, in the tip circle for Kearney is number 41, Everett Mack. And for Smithville, it's number 24, Christina Walsh. Smithville gets the tip, so they'll start on offense, moving left to right wearing their home white jerseys with green lettering. Carney starting in that 2-3 zone. Three-point attempt by Smithville. Missed. Rebound to Kenzie Hoffman. So she's starting the night off like she left off with a securing a rebound right away. Yeah, and Smithville not scared. Of, you know, I think they're going to fire it up tonight. You know, they're kind of known for being three-point shooters. And, and so I think we're going to see a lot of three-pointers put up against our zone. Jaden Barnes drives, gets contested almost blocked Smithville in transition trying to push the ball up the court Smithville try, tries to get an attempt up Braylon Rivera with the block and then Smithville's going to step on the out of bounds line so ball will go back to Carney correct me if I'm wrong down here coach let's watch so Smithville setting up in a 1-3-1 one, one. 
half-court trap. Yeah, kind of what Coach Ressler talked about in his in his pregame was, was being ready for a little pressure. I think he even called the 1-3-1, to be honest with you. Holtz gets the ball to McKenzie right in the middle of the court, so breaks that. Looks like Smithville starting out in a modified man-to-man. -man. Kenzie Hoffman being face guarded. A nice shot by Shelby Holtz to start the game, a three-pointed three-point make. Yeah, what a great way to get the get the get the scoring started. Nice open three, knocked it down, nothing but net. Smithville quickly moving, running a four-out, one-in offense, quickly moving the ball around the perimeter. Being pretty patient, making that Carney 2-3 zone move. Penetration, kick it out from one side to the other. Try to get it into a Smithville player. It's going to be tipped out of bounds by, Car by I'm sorry, that went off the Smithville player. It's going to go back to Carney. Smithville staying in that 1-3-1 trap and kind of back out of it and then drop back into man-to-man. -man. Shelby Hulse has the ball at the point. Yelling out some instructions, gets it, gets it to Barnes. They're really face guarding uh, Hoffman over here. I think they know, you know, they know that senior leadership. They probably saw what she did last game, really trying to take her away. Barnes dribble drives, hands it off to Shelby Holtz, misses it hard off the iron, but gets her own rebound. Kicks it back out to Jaden Barnes, setting up the offense. Holtz to Hoffman. Hoffman gets a screen from Braylon Rivera, kicks it over to Holst in the corner. Shelby drives with the left hand, stops, gets, her, gets a shot blocked. It's going to go off of Smithville and stay with Carney on the sideline out of bounds. Yeah, nice nice defense by Smithville, really. They, you know, they're, they're really doing a good job of face guarding Kinsey right now. And they're going to make somebody else beat them is what it kind of appears like. Kind of, kind of similar to what we've seen maybe in man-to-man -man defense when we see him face guard and Brennan on the boys' side. Gracie Bomar checks in the game for Everett Mack. It's a 3-0 Kearney advantage with 5.31 to go in the first quarter. Hoffman gets the ball into Barnes. Kearney sets up in kind of a double stack. Barnes chooses the left side, gets the ball to Kinsey. Kenzie kind of looking to see what she can do. Gets it over to Gracie Bomar. Bomar gets it into Barnes, back to Hoffman. Hoffman oh. with a screen from Rivera. Looks to drive, good idea. Just misses the pass stolen by Smithville. Number two, Smithville with a three-point attempt. Misses short, but it's rebounded, missed again. Yeah, let's see if the Bulldogs can slow it down on offense. They were a little out of sorts that last offensive possession, I, it, it looked like. I am imagine you're going to get a set called out right here, <laughs> one of the many Coach Ressler has. Coach Ressler went deep in the bag, as we said the other night. Has a lot of set plays. Nice set play here for Kinsey. Misses the three. Braylon tries to tip it out. Not a bad idea. They're going to get her for over the back. That's just her first foul of the night, of course. Yeah, you're right. It wasn't a bad idea. I think she just got caught pushing off a little bit with that off arm and got called for a little offensive foul there, I guess, if you want to call it that, on the rebound. But not bad by her. Good effort. Carney staying in that 2-3 zone that we talked about. Smithville, one thing I've noticed, they're skipping the ball from one side of the court to the other, trying to nice job by Rivera stepping in. They tried to hit their post player. Rivera stepped in front of it knocked it away. 
Smithville dropping the 1-3-1 press, just playing man-to-man, -man, like you said, face guarding Kinsey. Barnes looks to drive, does a nice job getting towards the basket, can't finish, but Gracie Bomar and a Smithville player are gonna tie up for a jump ball. It will stay with Carney, so Carney with baseline out of bounds here. Kenzie Hoffman to throw the ball in. Holtz coming off of a double screen. Kenzie throws it. She can go back and get it. There you go. Good job being patient. Went into the backcourt to get it. Barnes at the point, setting it up again. Over to Holtz. Thought about a three-pointer. Gets it back to Barnes, who's wide open. Just misses short. Bomar doing a good job again. Getting on the floor and tying it up. Ball will go back to Smithville. Yeah, one thing that Coach Ressler was pleased with was, was Gracie Bohomar's effort from the freshman there. And she's done another couple nice hustle plays to get a couple jump balls on, on offensive rebounds. We had two freshmen play a lot of minutes in the game on Monday night. And Gracie had our price chopper play of the game, which we've got to watch for again tonight. Smithville being patient, moving the ball around the perimeter. Kind of now they're in a three-out, two-in look. Christina Walsh, 6-1 forward, misses long. Smithville gets the rebound, finds Walsh again, and she puts it in. Yeah, those second-chance opportunities, you got to take those things away. They got kind of hurt us right there. Smithville went back to that 1-3-1 trap, didn't get anything out of it that time. Holtz with the three-point attempt, misses it a little bit long, rebounded by Smithville. Smithville walking the ball up. Working it around the perimeter. Being patient. They find the post player. Oh, nice skip pass. It was a good skip pass by Smithville. Kind of got us out of sorts on the 2-3 zone that time. It looks like Smithville's going to run this 1-3-1 after a made yeah, shot. Yeah, go back to the 1-3-1 after a made shot. It really hasn't given us too many fits. You can tell Bulldogs are prepared for it. Good job by Barnes driving to the basket. That had to be a foul. No call. A lot yeah, of body there. A lot of body there. Got to sprint back. Carney does a good job getting back. Good job by Barmar, Bomar closing out. Yeah, got to do a nice job on the weak side. That's gotten us in trouble a couple times on, a, on an offensive rebound for the Warriors, and they got a, got a nice cut to the basket on the weak side. Smithville's got a couple of girls that can really score. Walsh kind of is an inside-out player. Number 25, Kenzie, McKenzie Moe is also a good player. Smithville trying to drive on that reversal, it looks like, Coach. When they get it reversed, they're trying to drive. She gets the baseline and puts it in that time for Smithville. Makes it a 6-3 Smithville advantage with 1.43 to go. Gracie Bomar with the three-point attempt. Shelby Holtz with a great job getting the offensive rebound and fouled trying to go back up with it. Yeah, Smithville's figured something out on the offensive end. I think it's quick ball movements, and like you said, a drive and a drive and dish or a drive and react really to be honest with you one of those one of those read and react type of offenses against the zone and it seems to work they've gone on a 6-0 run here but but nice rebound by Holst and getting to the free throw line for an opportunity to put two points on the board high arch on her first attempt goes in got two substitutions into the game for Carney number 41 Everett Mack checks back in as well as number 21 Ali Pogue Holtz up for the second, misses, rebound by Smithville. 6-4 Smithville advantage with 1.33 to go. Almost had a double dribble. 
Smithville coach yelling. He wants that ball moving quickly. Maybe that was too quick. Smithville throws it out of bounds, so it'll go back to Carney. And like we're saying, dead ball. Going to have another substitution into the game here with 1.24 to go. JoJo Cooch checks into the game. Yeah, you can tell by the by the the reaction of the Smithville coach over here that he wants that ball moved quick. He wants to get that defense on their heels and, and really attack that zone. That 1-3-1 one, one not giving us much trouble. Good drive by Barnes. Drove right down the middle of the lane. Gets the layup to tie it up 6-6 six, six, with 1.05 to go in the first period. Smithville almost a travel. They're looking to penetrate. As soon as they catch it on that wing, they're looking to drive. Mose skips it over to Chevalier. Chevalier skips it all the way back over to Mose, who drives, gets it blocked by oh, Everett Mack. That was big a, time. Oh, no. Big time block, but Smithville comes up with a steal, kind of a, a little lackadaisical trying to get it back to the, to the guard there. 35 seconds to go. Smithville drives kind of an underhand pass that time by Chevalier. Pretty pass, wasn't nice, it? Nice, nice drive pass. and dish, yeah. Again, got us caught on that weak side. We're reacting really to that drive and, and not taking away the, the, the cutter. Makes it an 8-6 Smithville advantage. 18 seconds to go and counting. Ball kind of goes over JoJo Kucha's head. It's going to be tipped out by Smithville, though, with 13 seconds to go. Carney has a sideline out of bounds. Kenzie Hoffman gets it into JoJo Cooch. She gets it up to, to Barnes. Nine seconds to go and counting. Going to have to get something going, almost a reach. Gets it back to Kenzie with two seconds. She goes up for three, misses it long. So that'll end our first period, a closely contested game. Eight to six, Smithville advantage. We'll take a quick break and hear from our sponsors. You're listening to Bulldog Basketball on the Bulldog Radio Network. Food is comfort. It reminds us of our favorite memories. Food is community. It brings us together. It's kindness and connection. For freshness, selection, and low prices, Kansas City knows. Price Chopper. Prime Broadcast Group knows multiple marketing tools such as on-air messages, videos, social media posts, web banners, and coupons reach more customers and create growth in business. They help their clients develop these tools to expand their business. 816-826-1111. Prime Broadcast Group. Get your business noticed. Welcome back to Smithville High School where we are watching the Class 5 District 16 Girls Championship game between Smithville and Kearney. Smithville winning by two. You can tell the intensity that both of these coaches had between quarters, getting their girls ready, mentally ready, and fired up to play. Yeah, very animated on both huddles, really. Uh, uh, both of them are trying to fire them up and get them going. It was a pretty, I mean, for, for it being 8-6, to six, it was a fast-paced, I feel like, first quarter. Just some shots didn't fall for either team, but a, kind of a flurry of events, wasn't it? Yeah, maybe a little higher, a much more higher scoring than the last time mm -hmm. since it was a 23-21 final. Okay. Barnes looking to penetrate, gets it to Cooch. She drives, goes up, lays it in. Nice shot by the freshman guard. Puts it up and over with the right hand. 
Smithville looking to push the ball. Carney doing a good job of hustling back. There's that drive and kick that we're talking about. Smithville going to step out of bounds. Ball goes over her head, so back to Carney. Yeah, nice strong move right there, going to the rim. Yeah, she, you know, at this point, you, you, you say freshman, but to be honest, those, you know, at this point, <laughs> they've got a year in. Yeah, they've got a year in. They're sophomores, and, and they got to play like it if they plan on advancing. Carney gets the ball in on sideline, out of bounds. Barnes gets a screen from Rivera. Hesitate dribble, looks to drive, gets it up and in. Great play by Barnes. She got that screen, kind of hesitated, using a hesitation dribble. Yeah. Smithville girl stood up, and then she went again. A couple big plays, and again, the animation from the bench <laughs> over here. They are fired up. You can tell that they're feeling pretty good about the situation right now. I think this is a game that the, the Bulldogs, they're not scared of at all right now. Barnes was fouled, goes to the line, gets the old-fashioned three-point play, makes it an 11-8 Carney advantage with 7-11 to go. Carney staying in that 2-3 zone. Smithville trying to move that ball quickly, reverse, trying to get that zone moving. Also trying to sneak a, a pass maybe into Christina Wall. She's a 6-1 post player. Set a screen down there on that bottom side. Missed. Long. Kenzie's going to tie her up with a jump ball there trying to rebound. Ball is going to stay with Smithville. So baseline out of bounds. Carney staying in their 20, in their 2-3. There's a play there. Trying to get it back to the corner. That looks familiar, Coach. Yep, we run that. You try that inbounder. Sometimes you lose them on the on the baseline, so you hope to try to get that the person who throws the ball in open. Smithville drives, misses, but it's rebounded by Walsh. She puts it up and misses. Another fight for the ball. We're going to have another jump ball. Cooch and Mackenzie Mose from Smithville on, tied up on that one. Looks like they're changing up their pressure here a little bit. Going man-to-man. -man. Kenzie gets it into Barnes. Yep, coach is saying clear out. It's just a man-to-man -man pressure. Once they get the ball in, Barnes breaks the. She's going to get a screen from Revere right around half court. Kind of looking to drive again. Drives, goes up, misses it short. Rebounded by Walsh from Smithville. Smithville stops about half court, walking it up. Smithville coach yelling out some instructions. Something he wants different here. Looks like a little more motion. Set play, run a screen for a, number five, Emma Chevalier, wide open for a three-pointer. She got her person screened. Yeah, that was smooth. She knocked that down and, and didn't hesitate at all to put that shot up. Carney's got to make sure to get through those screens, and then those long rebounds have been giving us a little bit of fits tonight as well. Makes it an 11-11 game. Barnes trying to get the ball into Hoffman. Gets tipped away, but Hoffman secures it in the deep corner. Nice pass. Gets it to Rivera. Goes off her hands, and Gracie Bomar secures it. Bomar trying to force it back to JoJo Cooch. Smithville tips it out of bounds again. Yeah, high-pressure defense by the Warriors right now. They're really making us, making us work for every inch, aren't they? They really are. Both teams are playing hard, which is what you expect in a district championship game. Hoffman gets the ball into Barnes. Barnes breaks the half-court line. 
gets it in, tries to get it into Hoffman. Cooch does a great job securing the, it was kind of a long pass. She penetrated, goes up with it, and gets fouled. Yeah, it was almost a, it was a difficult pass to Hoffman, and I think it almost just went off her hands and bounced in the right place um, for, 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 a, for a layup and a foul. <laughs> Cooch was in the right spot at the right time. Yeah, she was. And she's rewarded, goes to the line, makes her first free throw, makes it a 12-11 Carney advantage. Two substitutions back into the game. I'm sorry, three substitutions into the game. So Kenzie Cooch checks into the game. Allie Pogue and Everett Mack. Again, Coach uh, Coach Wrestler goes deep onto the bench, and he's got he's got faith and confidence in all of these all of these players he puts out here. So Good that's job. something that's really gives Smithville or any, any opponent a, a, a fits when you when you got enough people that you throw out there. It's just man after man after man, right? That's right. Keeps the girls fresh too. Kenzie, or I'm sorry, JoJo Cooch made that second free throw. So it's a 13-11 advantage. Smithville being patient, working the ball around, and then drive and dish. Missed it short, and it just goes off of the Carney girl's hands. Didn't look like she was expecting it. Goes right back to Walsh, and she puts it in for two. <laughs> That's a tough basket. Cooch gets it stolen from behind. Smithville kicks it out to Chevalier. She drives, goes off two, misses it. Ball's going to be tipped out by Chevalier, so it'll go back to Carney. Number 23, who I don't even have her listed on my roster, just checked into the game. <laughs> Sorry about that, number 23. Carney with the ball, throwing it in, full court, man-to-man -man pressure. I think we might have a foul call. Away from the ball, I didn't see it. Away from the ball. Okay, foul call on Carney, maybe setting a screen or trying to get open, pushed. So the ball is gonna go back to Smithville. So they'll have a baseline out of bounds. Get it into Walsh. Quick movement around the exterior. Get it right back over to the corner for Chevalier. Hesitates, stops, and then penetrates to Walsh. Penetrates. Gets it to Walsh, she goes up, and she's going to be fouled. Fouls on number 21, Allie Pogue. That's her first foul of the game. Kenzie Hoffman checks back in for Kenzie Cooch. So it's, I thought that, that foul was on the ground then, wasn't it, Coach? Yep, so on the ground, on the floor here. Baseline, out of bounds. Smithville, again, working it around this exterior, kind of four out, one in with Walsh being the player in. Mose has the ball at the top of the key, gets it back to Chevalier. Chevalier, coach just called out UConn. So they've got a set play they're wanting to run against 2-3 here. Chevalier with the ball on the wing, back to Warrenson. Warrenson gets the ball into Mose in the post. Chevalier sets up for three, misses it long, airballs it. But Walsh hustles and tips it back in. Don't want those second no, chance those shots. second chance shots, but good effort really by the Warriors there to keep the ball in bounds and get another shot at it. But you're right, those second chances, I think that's gonna be an emphasis of uh, discussion at halftime, is making sure we take away those, those offensive boards. Mose tries to skip it all the way over the Kearney zone. The ball goes off of Pogue, it looks like. Braylon Rivera checks back in for Everett Mack. So in the game, we've got Cooch. I guess she's the Smithville moving the ball around the perimeter. Three-point attempt from Walsh is long. Pogue tips it off of the Smithville player, Mose. 
So it'll be Kearney basketball. It's a 13-13 game with 3.30 to go in the half. Got another substitution in the game for Kearney. So Bomar checks in for Pogue. Yeah, he's just trying to find, I mean, you've been through this. You just try to find that right lineup. You know, you want to find the, the five that are working the best together. And he's really trying to tinker with it right now, Coach Ressler is, trying to figure out which five is, is going to work. Barnes with a nice hesitation dribble, goes the length of the court, misses the layup. Think she was expecting Smithville with the quick pass up. Gets the basket. Emma Chevalier makes it and is fouled. So the basket is good. Oh, those are frustrating. The old miss a layup, make a layup, right? We've been through a lot of those. Those are frustrating as a coach. Where, where you four know, point it, yeah, swing. Four could point, be a five point swing. Or a four point swing. You just felt you, you could have scored there and it just went the other way. But Bulldogs have done a nice job out of transition and they've really handled the presser pretty good. Yeah, the pressure really, the press hasn't given us any difficulties no. really. They've got a couple turnovers off of it, but it really hasn't given us too many, too many problems. Chevalier steps to the line, makes the old-fashioned three-point play, so it's a 16-13 Smithville advantage. Full-court man-to-man pressure. Barnes doing a good job handling the ball. Looks like they're getting a lot of hands on Barnes. No call. She gets it off to Gracie Bomar. Shoots <laughs> in and out, but Rivera gets the offensive rebound. Goat misses her attempt, but gets it back out to Holt. Knocks it in. Great effort by the entire team down there. <laughs> uh, everybody touched that, it seemed like, to, to keep that alive and get two points for the Bulldogs. Nice job. Makes it a 16-15 Smithville advantage with 2.40 to go in the half. Mose from Smithville goes up, misses the three. Barnes gets the rebound. Looking to push it up the floor a little bit. Changes her mind. Coach Ressler calling out a set play here. Nice little double screen. Had two players come off of it. Kenzie tr Hoffman trying to get the ball into Rivera. Goes off Smithville. Yeah, and Rivera was open. Just Kenzie just didn't see her right away. I think if she'd have caught and threw right away, I think that would led to a layup for Rivera. But... But didn't work out, and you know, all that, all that happens on those sometimes is it's a deflection out of bounds, and it still stays Carney ball, so not a bad look there. Carney with the baseline out of bounds. Kenzie Hoffman throwing the ball in, gets it to Holst in the corner. Holst looking to drive, gets it to Barnes, gets it to Hoffman. Hoffman with an opportunity, I thought she was going to drive, gets it back to Barnes. Coach Ressler calls out a set. Rivera, Rivera to Holst. Holst for three, wide open, and buries it. Good job by Rivera finding her standing there wide open. Carney retakes the lead, 18-16, with 1.56 to go in the half. Yeah, miscommunication on the Warriors' part, and, and Holst made him, made him hurt. She was wide open and knocked it down. Smithville gets the ball to the corner, gets it back up top again, being very patient against this zone. Gets it over to Mose on the wing. Mose drives to the top, kicks it over. They get it into one of their post players. Goes up for a layup. Good job. Goes up with her right hand off the glass, ties it up. 18-18 with 1.25 to go. Looks like they're calling off the pressure. Man-to-man -man pressure. Rivera finds Barnes. She's going to be fouled from behind and make the left-handed layup. <laughs> Little give and go there. She passed it off, drove to the drove to the basket, and ended up ended up getting a nice left-handed layup for a, for a chance for three points here. 
Really nice job. Good job. I think that was Rivera that made that pass. That's two nice assists in a row. So Barnes will go back to the line to complete the traditional three-point play. Carney up 2018 with 114 to go in the half. Barnes steps to the line, misses it, kind of hung around, but Smithville can't secure the rebound. Ball will go back to Carney. Yeah, a couple miscues by the Warriors, and the, and the Bulldogs have made them pay the last couple, so let's see if they can, can capitalize on another one here. Hoffman to throw the ball in. Rivera screens for Hulse. Oh, looks like we weren't quite ready. Got the ball to Barnes. Barnes back over to Hoffman. Hoffman may have an opportunity to drive. Kind of loses the ball. Ball is tipped out by Smithville. So the ball will stay with Carney. Coach Ressler is going to take a full timeout. So it's a 2018 Carney advantage with 104. We'll take the timeout with them. You're listening to Bulldog Basketball on the Bulldog Radio Network. Scott Accounting and Tax provides our clients with quality accounting, tax preparation, payroll, and business creation services. Small town friendliness, big town expertise. We make it our business to know your business inside and out. You can trust Scott Accounting and Tax to get your taxes done quickly, correctly, and on time. Appointments now accepted by calling 816-352-3320. That's Scott Accounting and Tax at 816-352-3320. Welcome back to Smithville High School. We are here for the Class 5 District 16 championship game. Carney with a two-point advantage, 20-18. to 18. <laughs> Coach Ressler just called a, a timeout, get something set here, maybe hold it for one, or maybe he's got something that he wants to, to run here before half. Yeah, good spot to take one. A minute four to go here. You want to really end on a high note going into the, going into the locker room. So let's see what he's drawing up here. Barnes gets it into Rivera. Rivera back to Barnes. Kind of a double screen for Barnes. Kenzie Hoffman coming off of a double screen for a deep three. Misses it a little bit long, but oh, good job by Shelby Hulse hustling after it. Secures an offensive rebound, gets us an extra possession. Gets the ball back to Barnes. Barnes attacks the basket, goes up with the left hand, is fouled, so she'll go back to the line for two. Yeah, she's kind of figured something out out there. I think they're overplaying her a little bit, and I don't think she feels like she can be guarded. So she's just kind of driven right by and is drawing a bunch of, a bunch of help on there and just goes strong to the rim, gets herself at the free throw line. Jaden with a really nice job. The sophomore guard steps to the line, misses it a little bit short. Yeah, so slow down and hit this one here. Two starters check back into the game for Smithville, Chevalier and Walsh for this last 38 seconds. Barnes steps to the line for the second attempt. Up and misses that one long, a little bit of an overcorrection there. Smithville just walking it up. Coach yelling out some instructions. We've got 29 seconds and counting. Carney staying in that 2-3 zone. They're kind of switching spots and then setting a screen. We used to have a play like that called pit that we tried to put in a few times, Coach. 
Nice job by Carney. Gets a turnover. Shelby Hulse with a steal with 11 seconds to go. Coach Ressler yelling out some instructions. Gets it to Rivera. Rivera looking to get it back to Barnes. Knight, they did find something there, Coach. Barnes uh -huh. goes up, makes the basket at the buzzer, makes it a four-point Carney advantage. Great way to end with some momentum on a high note. Good finish. 22-18 Carney advantage as we go to halftime. We will be right back for our Platte Clay Electric halftime report show. You are listening to Bulldog Basketball on the Bulldog Radio Network. Mailing rebates are a pain. Fill out the paperwork, and hopefully you'll get your money in six weeks. Kent Porter here for Porter's Building Centers with a solution to mail-in rebates. Ace Rewards from Ace Hardware. When you become a member of Ace Rewards, you'll get all the rebates instantly at the register. Plus, you'll earn points with every purchase, good for even more money-saving coupons. If you sign up today, we'll give you 1,000 free points just for joining. One more way Porters and Ace save you money. Porters Building Centers in Kearney. Porters, we're here to help. Legendary Lawn Care is a one-stop lawn equipment and care center. With over 40 years of experience, their technicians service all makes and models of lawn equipment. They also offer mowing and trimming services for residential, corporate, and industrial lawns. Legendary Lawn Care, 4853 Southeast Highway PP in Holt, 816 320-3878. Let our staff find the right legendary service for your needs. The human body is an amazing thing, but sometimes our bodies need a little help. Dr. Mark Strathman at Kearney Family Chiropractic Center creates a personal plan of relief for his patients and treats the whole person physically, emotionally, and spiritually. This helps patients to achieve their best overall health. Carney Family Chiropractic Center is taking appointments now at 816-628-6738. The office is located at 301 South Platte Clay Way, Suite B in Kearney, and their website is CarneyFamilyChiro.com. Carney Family Chiropractic Center, heal yourself. Mike Davis Creative Services has the tools and experience to create a marketing message that works. Mike is in the business of creating web graphics, logo design, product brochures, and social media videos that are designed to stand apart and resonate with your customers. Mike Davis Creative Services, 816-584-1025. His online portfolio of marketing tools is available at MikeDavisCreative.net. Oak Point offers residents three meals daily in restaurant-style dining areas, weekly apartment housekeeping, laundry services, social events, and trained staff on-site 24-7. Oak Point, Kearney's assisted living and memory care facility, located at 200 Meadowbrook Drive. The phone number is 816-628-0075, and the website is provisionliving.com. Oak Point Assisted Living and Memory Care. Assisted Living, Memory Care, always there. KC Coyote is a local high-speed wireless internet provider serving communities in northwest Missouri between Kansas City and St. Joseph. They also offer computer repair, support, network, and server support, and much, much more. KC Coyote high-speed internet service. Their office is located at 455 Sandbar Drive, Suite 106 in Kearney. The phone is 816-866-3038, and the website is kccoyote.com. 
Casey Coyote, expanding rural Missouri internet services one community at a time. Black Clay Electric Cooperative's mission is to empower communities and energize life with safe and reliable energy. They are a community-led and community-focused electric cooperative serving more than 24,000 members in Buchanan, Caldwell, Clay, Clinton, DeKalb, Platt, and Ray counties in Kansas City's Northland region. Black Clay Electric Cooperative, located at 1000 West Highway 92 in Kearney, www.ecec.coop, powering a new decade of growth in the Northland. It's halftime for the Bulldogs, so let's launch the Platte Clay Electric Cooperative Halftime Report. Now back to the press box with Kelly Gentry and Dan Herman on the Bulldog Radio Network. Welcome back to Smithville High School where we are at halftime of the Class 5 District 16 championship game. Carney, nice finish to the half with Jaden Barnes getting the drive and the finish to push it to a 22-18 Kearney lead. One of the things that Coach and I were talking about at halftime, the last time this, these two teams played at Kearney, the final was 23-21. <laughs> so we've already scored as much in the first half. So what do you think about that, Coach, in terms of tempo and how that's how that's going. Yeah, I think I think, you know, of course of course everyone wants to win that 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 final at, at the tournament, you know, and there's a there is a sense of motivation there, but but we've talked a couple times about how how March basketball is a little bit different, right? It's got a different taste to it, and uh, and and I think that that sense of urgency we've noticed over the last few games that it's there, even early um, in a in a basketball game. It's it's not you can't wait till the fourth quarter to kick it in. And I'll be honest, I think it's really been there this entire game. You know, it was a slow start. What was it, three nothing to start the game for about the first four, maybe five minutes, and then Smithville went on a little flurry, and 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 then. Uh, Carney answered back, but ever since then, it's been a high intensity, you know, high, high, high paced, really. Um, you know, Smith, some of that Smithville's defense and their pressure is is making Carney play fast. But Carney's not scared to play fast right now. Um, and like you said, shots. and like you said, Jaden Barnes has really come alive. It's kind of been the the, the Jaden Barnes show the last uh, about minute and a half, two minutes of the ball game. Um, I know she hasn't there. finished on them all, but but really. She's kind of been the, you know, and of course point guards are supposed to be, you know, kind of the ammunition to the uh, to the weapon, and, and she's done a good job of that. Yeah, you're exactly right. One, uh, Brian just handed me the scoring for the first half here. So, like you mentioned, Coach Barnes with nine points in the first half. Half, and then Shelby Holst, who kind of got us started, has nine as well. Uh, like you mentioned, Kenzie Hoffman hasn't scored yet. They're really face guarding her, not wanting her. I mean, they yeah. know that she's been our leading scorer mo most of the games. Yeah, that's been a uh, that's been from the get go. We noticed that the first couple possessions, how they were really kind of trying to take her away, and and almost like we we call it the the Brennan Watkins treatment, right? She was kind of getting <laughs> yeah. that treatment right there, and and uh, it's good to see that somebody else has stepped up and and played some good basketball to keep us in this game. Yeah, they're not afraid to take it. It's It's been fun to watch it, so we'll watch that wrinkle as we go forward here. JoJo Cooch, freshman guard, also stepped in, scored four points in the second quarter, so those three players uh, have, have uh, accounted for all 22 points here in the first half. Yeah, and it's really one of those, you know, the keys of the game, you, we talked about them earlier, and, and Coach Ressler said, you know, it was scoring. He said, you got to hit shots, right? And he said he, he said it sounds silly, 
but he said uh, you you only get a certain amount of opportunities throughout a basketball game, and you've got to capitalize on those. And so far, you know, you don't want to jinx it, knock on wood, whatever you want to do, but so far the Bulldogs have done a great job of capitalizing on those on those opportunities they've been given. And doing a pretty good job. Smithville is trying to push tempo. Carney girls are doing a good job. I, th- I can only think of one time where they beat us up the court, and it was what you said. We missed a layup. They got the rebound and and shot it up the other yeah, end. Yeah, yeah, the miss one, get one. And, and those are those are tough sometimes, but those happen. Um, you know, kind of yeah, depending on the way the ball's bouncing here. I think everybody maybe anticipates. You know, I think teams anticipate the ball's going to go in when you see a layup like that, and there's that, that – that second of relaxation where the team gets stuck and next thing you know the ball's heading the other way and you're <laughs> following it, which is never, is never a good thing. But really, like you said, only only one, maybe two two chances for, for the Warriors out of transition. Uh, the Bulldogs have done a nice job of getting back and, and taking those points away and really did, did a nice job. The zone looks good. You know, I yep. think Smithville figured out something early, but I think Coach Ressler took a timeout and, and – and it made some adjustments to try and take something away that, that Smithville had figured out. So good job yeah. again by, by Coach Wrestling and his coaching staff. You can see they're animated on the sidelines too, aren't they? Man, yeah. I, I, it's been a long time since you've seen, a, seen that type of, uh, you know, emotion. Yeah, it's um, fun to of, watch. Yeah, it's, it really is. It's fun, and, and that just continues to grow as we, as we move on through the uh, – as teams move on through the next round. So fun stuff. Yep, and that's how you that's how you know it's uh, playoff basketball, kind of sudden death basketball, if you will. So the Carney girls have came back out on the court, so we're going to get ready to take a break. But before we do, whether it's balls and strikes, fouls or flags, your referees and game officials are a vital part of high school athletics. If you've ever tried your hand at officiating, you know how hard these men and women work, and you certainly know that they would never miss a call intentionally. Keep these things in mind as you attend sporting events. After all, respecting officials and authority figures is one of the most valuable lessons that we can teach our students. This message has been brought to you by your friends at 102.7 FM and the Missouri State High School Activities Association. We'll quick take a quick break and be right back with Bulldog Basketball on the Bulldog Radio Network. Food is comfort. It reminds us of our favorite memories. Food is community. It brings us together. It's kindness and connection. For freshness, selection, and low prices, Kansas City knows. Price Chopper. 